One of the things we love about anime is that there's such a wide variety of topics and themes to choose from. I mean, you can find shows about anything from Vikings in Iceland, like Vinland Saga, to stories about girls who manage their own high school baseball team all the way to the Nationals simply because they accidentally bought the wrong business book. That anime is called Moshidora. And of course, all the anime with loads of fan service and uh, big guns and big boobs or whatever. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of niche anime out there for all your niche needs, but what about those anime that have a more universal feel? Anime that seem to pull in a wider, more general audience and even receive accolades from the general public. And how do we learn from these anime to make our stories more universal, more accessible to general audiences? Well, the key lies in the heart of a man who, for decades, has dazzled the masses with wit, wonder, and for that matter, cat buses. Yeah, we're talking about the great Hayao Miyazaki today. And we will be for the next few episodes as we begin to dive deep into how he manages to move the masses with his storytelling right here on the Anime Storytelling Show. What's up guys, this is Chuck and welcome to another episode of the Anime Storytelling Show. Very special welcome to our first-time listeners. This is the show where we discuss how anime, anime music, and everything in between inspires us to tell great stories. The great Hayao Miyazaki. We all know him, right? Well, I'm going to start off with the quote from the man himself. And this quote is taken from a book called Starting Point, which he wrote himself, which chronicles his career between 1979 and 1996 and everything that inspired the time period of that career up until then. So, to put it into context, Miyazaki was telling a story about going fishing with his kids and how they were looking for a rubber band and how the kids managed to find it very quickly, even though he couldn't. Although when he was a child, he used to be able to find things like that much more quickly. Was it because he was getting old? Well, sort of. But not in the way that you think. So here's the quote. Children seem to look for different things than adults. A child could find a rubber band falling by the roadside and pick it up. Unaware of an approaching car. Conversely... Adults are aware of the car, but can't find the rubber band. Oh, and just so you guys know, his kids were never hit by a car or anything like that. <laughs> Don't want to scare y'all. But what did Miyazaki mean by this quote? Essentially what he's saying is that children are a lot more able to see the smaller things, the little things in life. Because when we were kids, let's face it, the little things were a lot more interesting. Because when we're kids, we haven't seen much yet. We're not worried about the future. We don't know what's going on on the other side of the world or on the other side of town for that matter. So something as small and as simple as a rubber band will stick out to us more than it would somebody who's 20, 40, 60 and beyond. But is there a consequence to all this? Is there a consequence to growing up? Is there a consequence to widening our worldview such that we focus more on the past, the future, the bigger things in life? 
What happens when we stop looking at the little things? What happens when we stop noticing the little things? Well, once again, the answer lies in Miyazaki himself. Or rather, it lies within the stories that he tells. Here's an example. One of his most popular movies, Spirited Away. Most of us have seen it. Have you noticed that Chihiro, the main character, her parents don't play a big role in that story? For those unfamiliar, Spirited Away is about a little girl named Chihiro who's moving away from her old neighborhood to a large neighborhood. And of course, for a child, this can be scary. They don't know what they're going to find. They don't know what they're going to see. They don't know what to expect. And a little detour, long story short, ends up taking her into the spirit world. Not the world of the dead, but a spirit world. And her parents don't really participate much because they've been turned into pigs. Yes, pigs. And the story is all about what she has to do, what Shihiro has to do, to get her parents turned back to normal. So, 90% of this journey happens without the help of her parents. Which means she's able to discover the world without her parents' bias. Without her parents telling her, no, you can't do this, you can't do that. Don't go in here, don't go in there. She has to solve her own problems and discover the world without them. And this is something that we've always wanted to do, right? When we were kids, our our parents were always setting up boundaries for us. And we all thought to ourselves, you know, if I could do this by myself, if I could do this on my own terms, I I would just enjoy life more. Not aware of all the limits that the world will put in our way as we head on our fantastic journey. But you see, the fact that Miyazaki tends to keep the main character's parents in the background is what allows us to maintain that childlike wonder when we watch Miyazaki films. Because although there are obstacles, there are no parents to stop us from going towards them. Because there may be, because there are bumps in the road, there are no, or even though there are bumps in the road, excuse me, even though there are bumps in the road, there are no parents to tell us to, you know, don't go in that direction, don't go this direction, don't do this, don't do that. And we're allowed to just explore and discover. And see things as they are. And develop our own point of view. And that was Miyazaki's goal. And it still is his goal throughout the movies that he makes. So now, with that being said, how do we apply this to our own storytelling? Let me ask you all a question. If you could focus on one thing. One thing that was new to you. That you were genuinely curious about. What would it be? What is that larger-than-life thing that you saw when you were a kid? That thing that you wanted to explore, but maybe you never did. And what would you do if you were able to explore it on your own terms? 
In other words, not because someone gave you permission, but because you went on that journey all of your own decision. What was that something that when you were a kid made you go, wow, that left you frozen for a moment? That thing that was just begging you to chase it, to reach out for it, to run to it and grab it no matter how far you had to go. And get into the details of it, the little details. Get into the rubber bands of things. Because while other people may not be able to see the little things that you saw when you were a kid, you remember what those little things were, those little details, what things looked like, smelled like, tasted like, sounded like, felt like. What was it to you? What did you want to explore? And when you do this and take parental figures out of the picture, when you take your foot off the brakes, that is what allows you to bring that sense of childlike wonder into a story. Now, to bring this back full circle, why do things like this appeal to not just kids all the time, but to general audiences, the way Miyazaki's films do? Well, the reason is simple. Even when we're adults, we remember those little things when we were children that wowed us, things that we wanted to dive into. That sense of naivete, not knowing what boundaries or obstacles lay ahead. Once we remember what that feels like, we remember what it's like to be a kid again. And that's what pulls adults in. These are the kinds of stories that pull adults and kids in at the same time. We may not be naive anymore, but we remember what that was like. Remember the curiosity, the wanting to dive deep, as some people say. So, with every story you tell, if you really want to appeal to a wide audience, keep that childlike sense of wonder in mind. Because that is something that is relatable to everyone. Thanks for listening to the Anime Storytelling Show, guys. I just want you to know, we're going to be talking more about Miyazaki and how he has uh, inspired the anime world and inspired storytelling in anime. Today is just part one of this Miyazaki segment. When part two comes along, the show is going to have a new name. That's the announcement. You see, the point of this show is to dig deep into the anime that we enjoy or any anime that... I know can bring value to you because, I, again, I want to help you bring value to your listeners and your viewers, and I want to help you as much as possible as far as making your stories great, gripping, and amazing. We're digging deep for that gold, you know? So, starting next episode, we're going to change the name of this podcast from Anime Storytelling Show to Anime Story Gold. That's right gold keep that in mind as we move forward thanks for listening take care
And I say this all the time. I gotta say it again. Peace, love, and respect to Bad Snacks, the brilliant mind behind this music you're listening to. You can find her under the name Bad Snacks on YouTube, B-A-D-S-N-A-C-K-S. You can also find her on Instagram, Lil Bad Snacks. On Instagram, she is L-I-L-B-A-D-S-N-A-C-K-S. And you can find this song entitled New Year on the YouTube library. Keep digging for them golden stories, guys. Take care.